Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to the second episode of Good Girls Behaving Badly. I'm Sydney. I'm Sinead. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> and we are glad that you came back from last week to hear us again. Um, so you, as always, Sinead is going to start us off with our kind of media coverage for the week. And we have a lot of, to discuss because the VMAs have been a lot has been going on since last week. Right. Okay, so I'm going to start with the VMAs because they're fresh in my mind. I want everyone to know I was in Jamaica, and yes, I still watch the VMAs <laughs> because I needed to see Rihanna, and I needed to see Beyonce. I was home, and I didn't even watch the VMAs. I, I can't even lie to you. We had dinner, and I was making sure I was back in my hotel, and because of the time difference, I missed the first snip of Rihanna, and I was very upset. Mm. Anyway. Overall, I'm going to say, I felt like the VMAs were very ethnic this year. I thought I was watching the BET Awards Part (laughs) 2. I'm not upset at that. Um, Also, they really, really did not give out any awards. I know. uh, They gave out maybe four or five. So, yeah, I didn't watch it when it came on, but I watched it the next night. But I feel like, well, two things about the general show. I didn't like that they didn't have a host. Like one host. That's on my con. Okay, on my but I do feel like they they barely gave out awards. Like I feel like it's a lot. It used to be a lot more category, category, category. Like I, and then performance category, category. I, but it's not like that. I kind of like hearing who freaking won, not having to like <laughs> look, look it up. up the list of winners. Yeah. Let who won. I don't like doing that. So we'll start off with the no host thing. I didn't like that. All their correspondents were so corn. Me, yeah. MTV, call me. <laughs> I promise you, I'm more entertaining. I was so annoyed. Um, the Jay Farrell guy, some of his impression, um, pers- impersonations were cute, but it's like we've all seen it before, been mm-hmm. there, done that. We get it. And then the other two black guys, I can never get their name. I forgot. Pete and no, it's not. Does his name not be? I don't know. They're Y'all know who they're talking about. Comedy Central. <laughs> know who they're talking about. Um, so corny, so not funny. And even DJ Khaled, who's my spirit animal, he wasn't the same to me. It was like they were trying to. I felt like they should have just let him do his thing. Mm-hmm. I felt like they gave him sort of Lines. like a mini script. Yeah, he doesn't do well like that. Let him be free. One of the I don't know if you even call her a coach. She was like doing the backstage correspondent. Nicole. Nicole. Okay. I got beef with her. Uh, like fat I want to love her because she's black and she's fat. No, but, but Jesus, I can't she's, stand her over exaggerated everything. And then I kept seeing the commercial for her show. I'm like, I hope the whole show. Well, no, I know the whole show is like that, and it just bothers the living daylights out of me. I'm like, why are you so exaggerated and extra, and you're just playing off the stereotype of a black fat girl? I hate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> like, you. I can't stand I, it. I want to support her, like Sydney said, because she's fat and black and so am I. <laughs> but she's so corny to me. I don't yeah. find her funny. And I hate that she's like, this sounds crazy, folks, but just go with me. I don't like fat people who are like extra fat. Like, <laughs> like here's the thing. I'm fat, right? It is what it is. Mm. I don't be extra. I'm not like, oh, oh, look, I'm fat. Is he going to like me because I'm fat? I'm going to have some chicken wings because I'm fat. <laughs> like, most fat people are not like that. I don't like this thing where it's like, and even if you're, you know, a fat girl who's okay with herself, yeah. I don't think 
it's not a topic are, of discussion. Thank you. She yeah. just is who she is, and I think she's she's putting herself in a niche. And I feel like if you were truly, truly, really talented, you don't have to do that. And but like I remember her from Girl Code, and I used to love her on Girl Code. I, I thought she was corny. I loved her because she always used to talk about touching her boobs, and that's a thing of mine as well. But <laughs> um, like I just lying, felt folks. like they took <laughs> they took her little quirk and tried to play it up too much and i'm just like y'all just let her be her and like she ran with it she letting them do it to her and so it's just like i can't i just can't it's too much i i didn't enjoy her <laughs> either um i do love that joanne the scammer was there oh yes um, i thought that was funny honestly truly <laughs> love her and i would have loved if she was a correspondent like can you imagine how funny that would have been yeah that would have been funny mtv do better okay so we're gonna talk about performances Rihanna performed four times instead of like one big performance. I liked all of them. Plus, I um, am a part of Rihanna Navy, so she can do no wrong in my book. Here, let me. Finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna say I like that each of the sections were kind of themed. She got some backlash for I think the third performance because of her vocals. Mm-hmm. Now, can I just say this? When has Rihanna been like a top Not vocalist? Right. She's never. So I'm trying to figure out. She's an all-around just good entertainer. She's pretty. The music is cool. Like, people like her. Like, her swag. I'm trying to figure out why are we shaming, voice shaming her (laughs) when, to me, honestly, she's gotten better over the years. I went to her concert in April. She sung live the whole time. And it sounds like the track. So, honestly, I can't be that mad at her. Right. I enjoyed them. Now, go ahead with your negativity. So, no, I I enjoyed... The performances, I like that it was four different ones instead of like a mini concert. I enjoyed all of that. However, I feel like it was at some points dry. I feel like she wasn't going all out like she normally does. And it might be because it was four separate performances. So she wanted to make sure like she could, you know, do all of it. But I just feel like she didn't take it to the next level. Like she, like I know she can like I've seen her do in the past okay. and so that's the only reason why i say it was a tad dry like she usually does so much for me and she didn't do it that much for me i was just like come on this is your time to shine like this is your that's time to true. give it all and i didn't feel like she gave it all so then we get to the part where she's her award and drake presents it which i think is funny because he wasn't there for like most of the awards right. he was caught he in traffic up. he was caught in traffic he showed up <laughs> now his speech was beautiful. Oh my god, it was um, the best. Speech I feel like ever. you can't deny their chemistry. Yeah, it's clear now. As are they dating or not? I don't know. Yes, I think so. I hope so because I like them together. Did you see the pictures? They had pictures of her this morning in his shirt from last. From I mean, not this morning. The next day in his shirt from the VMAs. I now, know. do I think they could have done that on purpose? Potentially. But they but... could just be really cool. That's what I'm saying. Honestly, they really may not be dating. Dates. I know they've dated in the past. It really may not be like that. You can be friends with your ex. I agree. I you agree. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. But I thought it was cute. I think they're cute. And if they are dating, I'm a fan. <laughs> so, that brings me to... Oh, we're going to do Ariana Grande. First of all, I love the song when you can launch. Second of all, that was not her best. She sounded Mm-mm. winded. Yes. So the whole bite thing. The, I don't know how idea. much they practiced that, but it she clearly wasn't winded. enough. She was tired. Mm-hmm. And so maybe maybe they could have been on a bike and you could have been walking around. Or they could have ran that back a few more times. Yeah. Because she, it wasn't, she was not prepared. She's a great singer live. And so yeah. to me, that wasn't her best. Right. But 
kudos for effort. Britney Spears. Oh, God. I used to love Britney Stilrogopher, but she's gotten a, a little stiff over the years. <laughs> she just doesn't flow to me. It just seems so like it was a one mess. and two and boom cat four. It doesn't, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. and it's sad because I feel like she could potentially, because she did have a lot of hits, you know, Hit when me, we were baby, younger. Yeah. And so I just feel like she's trying to still be that hit me baby one more time. When it's just like, mm, honey, I don't think it's hitting. <laughs> Be like, it was just, it, I was watching like, what is going on? Why did they actually let her perform? And like, then, and then I guess my other thing was, I thought. The performance would be better since she doesn't sing live. Right. So I it think wasn't. you would have more energy since Mm-mm. you don't have to worry about the <sighs> why you're singing because she lip syncs and we know that. Yeah. So I was expecting better. Mm. Kudos mm. for trying again. <laughs> We're going to go to Future. I like Future, but I think he's overrated. I think all his songs sound the same. But if I'm in the club and I want to get my two stuff on, I like listening to Future. <laughs> First of all, Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps came out. To introduce him, and I thought that was cool. Yeah, because he said he listens to his music before he swims. So I kind of thought he would listen to Stick Talk, (laughs) play Stick Talk like he mentioned. Right. But he did commas, and I feel like that song is really old. Mm-hmm. Isn't well, it old? I yeah, like but I think maybe times. he just played it because it was one of his bigger hits this year. Maybe so. Yeah. And then I kind of really did not like his male background dancers. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a rapper with background dancers that were. Guys, I didn't like it. <laughs> um, and then we're going to go to the queen. Some say she overshadowed Rihanna. I kind of agree. She kind of did. And yeah. Cause that performance was amazing. I just wanted to whip my wig off <laughs> when she started performing. Beyonce is a class act mm-hmm. all the way. Mm-hmm. I, I love her. She's queen bee to me. It was a great performance. I don't have nothing else to say, but it was She beautiful. did well, but I'm pretty sure she lip-sang at some points, too. I think, like, in the beginning, she was lip-singing at some points. To but be she honest, did good. who cares? Yeah, she did good. It's one of those moments, for me, I don't care if she lip-singing <laughs> But, so, I'm sorry, but my favorite part of the night was, you know I love me some Tiana Taylor. Oh, right, that the Fabies video. video. Yes, Lord Jesus. I am just want to tell y'all, I have loved Tiana Taylor since she was on my Super Sweet 16. That is true. Give like, some credit. that is my girl. And so when Cindy I... was her first fan. I know. I used and to... And y'all just hopping on. Like, she used to do, like, these live tiny chat things. And I would, like, sit on there and talk to her with all these other people. Like, it was... Y'all, it was bad. So, to actually see her on that video, I was just... I, I, thank you, Lord. Like, it was amazing. That was the best part of the night. Okay. <laughs> You know, I, I'm going to just say this. She's a great dancer. She has a great body. The one thing I'm going to say is this. She's always had a great body. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this fascination came from. Like, maybe no one was paying attention to I her. really think that's what it was. I'm like, everyone's like, I need to go to the gym. And that's what um, I was telling you. Because she people was like. First of all, she has always had a nice body. Before the baby. Mm-hmm. Before her man. Mm-hmm. She always had a nice body. Right. Two, you know damn well you're not going to the gym. <laughs> don't lie. Don't put that on her. Like, you're not going. But yeah, like, that's another thing. Because everybody was like, oh, she's such a good dancer. She has such a nice body. She, always she like is a. She was trained in ballet. Like, that's what she did before, like, all of this that she does now. She was a trained ballet dancer. So she's always had a nice body. She always knew how to dance. Like, 
that's been her life. And she can really sing. Yeah. I guess she's just really But underrated. I think that she's just been underrated because, like, her first CD, like, that had <laughs> me. Google Me Baby on it. Like, something happened with that last minute, and that CD never dropped. And so, I think now it's just people are finally starting. Because you know she signed to Kanye. And so, I think now. She's been signed. I know, but like, I'm what? saying he wasn't even pushing her enough. So, I'm feeling like now she's finally starting to get attention. Now, people. She's finally starting to get the support that I feel like she has always deserved. So, All right. that was my favorite part I'm of the gonna night. I'm going to say, near the end, when she had the cat face, didn't quite understand that. But I don't always understand what Kanye, what it is. It's okay. I'll say the shower scene, hello. <laughs> that was hot. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. It was this tweet. That was like, I would pay to watch them. I would pay. And you know what? I think I would too. That was hot. <laughs> it was. Because they both had nice bodies. It was it That was, was some very... steamy stuff. But um, as far as the ending, I've heard a couple of different people saying what they think it is. And the consensus is that he was trying to make her as a black sheep. And so it was a sheep face. That's the consensus. He hasn't said anything, but most people think that's what it is. That looked like a cat to me. It but looked- you know what? His vision. Because she, she has sheep around her. I do yeah. remember that. Well, you know what? His vision is his vision. Yeah. He also gave a speech. Yeah. Um, and true, I feel like Kanye fashion, clearly he did not write anything down. Yeah. He just went up there and spoke his heart. I somewhat understood some of it. At the end of the day, Kanye is Kanye. Yeah. I'm a fan. And I love him. I am a fan. Yes. And that's that. <laughs> so, and then another thing. It was such a big deal that Alicia Keys didn't wear makeup on the red carpet. She hasn't been wearing makeup. But she makeup. hasn't been wearing makeup <laughs> for, for days, a while like... now. She made that announcement. I don't see what the big deal is. Because, I mean, she didn't always have good skin, you know, when she first came out. But she has nice skin. Like, she's fine. And I'd rather talk about her outfit. I didn't like it. I she liked was, it. I, I liked her not. outfit. I liked her hair. I, I think like she's it. giving me like kind of a Mother Earth kind of hippie vibe and I like it. I don't <laughs> like it. I didn't like it. My best dress picks, Ashley Graham. Mm. I'm showing Sydney as I do this. <laughs> um, I liked Ariana Grande's, Ariana Grande's look. I want her to get rid of the ponytail. I do. but It makes her look so young. That's her favorite, but I really want her to get rid of it. I actually <laughs> like designer suit. I thought yeah. it was really cute. As weird as um, he is. Tanache, she had this great red jumpsuit on. Um, Justine Skye, it was very different, this fringe thing, but I was feeling it. Who needed to sit at home? Farrah Abrams from Team Mom. I don't know. She came in a Wonder Woman Halloween costume, and clearly that had to be for attention. Somebody right with her. I, I watch on Team I don't, Mom. I'm like, I don't, I don't quite I don't understand why. Why? First of all, why? Like you were sitting in the audience the whole time. Like you didn't perform. You didn't present. Girl, if you don't just wear a dress and look pretty like everybody else, and, and just, call it a okay, night. Okay, like you just. <laughs> so that's the VMA coverage. I enjoyed it. Moving on. So today it was just all this stuff of Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just start off by saying this. I love Chris Brown. I have always been a fan, and it seems like ever since Rihanna, to an extent, I do feel like they're somewhat out to get him. Now, does he put himself in situations for things to happen? Absolutely. But I do believe that. 
having his daughter has settled him. And I do believe, for the most part, he is trying. So I'll tell you what has happened. So a woman claims that she was threatened and, like, Chris Brown threatened her and held her at, like, gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Chris, during this time, Chris was like, he was asleep. He don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> so, according to TMZ, what happened was um, he woke up trying to figure out what was going on. The police were surrounding. He was not going to open the door or talk to them until they had a search warrant, which I believe they should. Y'all surrounding his house and everything like that, that's within his legal rights. Right. That's true. Okay? Um... Ray J apparently was in the home. Um, he said that it wasn't true. He tried to leave. They confiscated his car, questioned mm-hmm. him, and then he left by Uber. And apparently the young lady, who's Caucasian, I'm bringing this up for a point, um, <laughs> said that she's apparently like Miss America title. She's had a title or something. Yeah. And she's saying, why would she bring this up if it wasn't true? A lot of celebrities are in support of Chris Brown and saying that she's just... Trying to get some money and some attention. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think the stories don't make sense. Hers don't match. His his don't match hers. And there's just a lot of different allegations out there. So I feel like the next few days, we'll have to see what the real story is. Because then there were reports that his baby mother was saying that royalty was in the house. Mm-hmm. But she stepped into the shade room and said she made no such statement. She has nothing to say. So clearly there's a lot going on. Right. But I just want the best for Chris Brown. I, I really do. I think, because yeah, I think we don't know enough about the situation. But Chris... You did not have to videotape the whole engagement in the house. I mean, I guess he he said he was doing that for his safety, but I feel like it wasn't necessary. But I don't know how tense it was. So if that's what he felt like he needed to do, then hey, whatever. So I guess we'll see more as it yeah. unfolds. If what she was saying was true. Um, when did it happen? Because he, he said the police woke him up out of his sleep. That's what I'm saying. I'm confused as to when but, it happened. Yeah, as well. like the timeline, everything. It just it sounds weird. Yeah. Then my last point is, I will say, I do think he's an easy mark because of clearly the his, his history, past, yeah. especially as a woman, is easy for him to for her to just say something and people to go with it yeah. because of his past. Yeah. So I do feel like he has to be more thoughtful like the the days of like groupy love really has to be over for him because they're out it's too much it's too much it's too much because a female can easily say chris brown hit me and because of things that have happened people believe believe it and it becomes a new story instantly Mm -hmm. so we're gonna pray for chris brown (laughs) and then last but like last but not least we're gonna talk about Colin, what's his last name? Kaepernick. I can't pronounce it. That's why I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> so, Sydney. Colin. Oh, you want me to cover it? Yeah, you know more than I do. So, Colin. I, first of all, I just got to say, I love what he did because I do it and I get the side eye all the time. So, he decided not to stand during the national anthem. Um, and he gave a statement saying that he didn't do it, you know, because of how we're treated in America. And so, he's not going to stand for something that doesn't represent how it really is and that we're not treated equally and like I support it I don't stand for the anthem I don't stand for the pledge I don't do any of that but I'm a regular person and so everyone just side eyes me because I'm nobody but with him there's this large uproar so one perspective is he don't have no business saying it because he's a football player and he needs to stick to what he does 
I want to say that's stupid because two months ago, y'all all loved Muhammad Ali and he did stuff like this all the time. So have a seat. The it? second perspective is that he's mixed. And so he and he was raised by he was adopted by white parents. And so he doesn't understand. He may not have been through everything that anyone else has been through. And he may have been through what everyone else has been through. We don't know his whole life story. But he can still identify and stand for and support the movement if he so pleases. We have whites, Hispanics, Asians. Like all types of people that are a part of the movement fighting for what they know is right. And so just because he's mixed... Or you don't feel like he's black enough does not mean that he cannot do what he feels like is necessary. And that's just the wrong type of vibe to send out. I mean, there's even there's a black man who said it. He yeah. was on the radio and was talking about, oh, he don't need to speak. He not black. Seriously. So we get upset when people who aren't black don't support us, and now we mad when they do something. You're a black man. What are you doing? Right. That's the question right. I posed to him. Right. Right. So I thought that was crazy. And it's like there's always gonna be people that don't agree with the way that you want to handle something. But at the end of the day, I'm proud that he handled it some kind of way. That he felt like he had the platform and he went ahead and did it. And so he might not have thought it was going to get this much attention, but he felt like it was necessary. And so I'm proud of him for it because I feel like, and I'll explain this after I say it, I feel like more celebrities, more athletes should be doing things like this. Now, I'm not saying that they have an obligation to do it. But what I'm saying is they have the platform where if they do speak up, people will listen. And people that may not have understood when a regular person said it to them may understand because um, someone that they support um, is saying it. And so when I say I feel like celebrities and entertainers and athletes should be doing this, it's because they have the platform that some of us don't. And so when you are given that platform, it's a gift. And so use it in the right way and making sure that you're standing for what you believe in. And so I have no problem with what he did. I completely support it. And for people that are bashing him for it, like like Shanae said, what are you doing? Because if you're not doing anything, then you can sit down. Because at least he's doing something. At least he's starting a conversation. At least he's bringing it to the table. And there's been other athletes that said that they were going to join him. And then they backed out. And they're scared. And it's like, you have a right to be scared because there's going to be fear on everything that you do in this movement. Like, nothing is going to secure your livelihood once you speak out. I understand that. But, like I said before, you had the platform. Use it. Don't lose it. Yeah, and I don't think you should shame him. I mean, think what the... Um Manager owner of the Orioles had like a tidbit talking about how basically he's not black. He can't sit up here and say what he's doing is wrong. He doesn't understand the plight. He's not going to act like he gets the struggles that black people face. And he's not going to be ignorant to the fact that, that we do face a different type of treatment. Right. So he was basically saying, you know, if you ain't black, settle down because you don't have a right to be telling people, what can, what they can speak about or what they can't when you have never experienced the type of injustice and mm-hmm. discrimination. So I respect him because I do feel like that. I feel like if you don't agree, you don't agree. But I do feel like you just can't sit and act like it's not true. Right. 
And so maybe I, I you know, some some of the white people who be like, I know it's wrong, but I don't know what to do. I respect even that. Right. At least you're acknowledging that there, it is unfair, that right. there is something wrong. Right. Now let's talk about what you can do. Right. Because if you don't know, I'm going to help you know. Right. But then there's white people who are like, I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, I ain't living in your word of distortion. I mm-hmm. am not and I will not. Right. And then it's like some people are saying that he's disrespecting veterans and et cetera, et cetera. That song was written by a slave owner. He did not sit down during that song to disrespect anyone that has fought for, died, he did it. However, he like I want y'all to listen to the message and understand why he's doing it. And like he put out a statement. He explained it to y'all. And so instead of disagreeing with the way he did it, listen to why he did it. Understand the movement and understand the purpose behind it. And on top of that, I also want to say when people are fighting for um, or standing for rights in the LGBT community, they never speak up against one another. Like that boggles my mind. Like you will never see a transgender person publicly speaking out against a gay person because they feel like their tactic was wrong. But we always do that. Like, if you feel like they didn't do it the way that you wouldn't do it, then go do it the way that you feel like it needs to be done. Like, you don't need to down talk what he's doing. Go do what you feel like needs to be done. Like, it's not that deep. And so I just feel like people are bashing him and doing all this stuff, extra stuff. And I just feel like he needs other people to support him. He took the first step, but there's strength in numbers. And so there should be other athletes next time to sit out, sit out with him. Like, he shouldn't have to bear the brunt of all of this by himself. That was beautiful. <laughs> and that was pretty much our, like, media news coverage for this week. I know there's a whole bunch of other stuff that goes on, but we talk about what we want to talk about. Right. Now, if there is a topic you want us to talk about, contact us. You can go to <laughs> goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com, fill out the form, and then we will we will discuss it. Yeah. Okay, so tonight's topic is called Cheater, Cheater, Pumpkin Eater. So, we're going to go through all the different stages and all my theories about cheating. But before we start, we always start off with our would you rather question. Oh, Lord. Forgive me, folks. I can't find it. Last okay, week, we it was about brushing teeth and funky booties and stuff. Yeah, so, I don't know if I'm prepared. <laughs> so, this one I feel like is more just weird. Okay. Would you rather walk around the supermarket in your lingerie or walk around the mall with a strap on? Lingerie. I feel like I think that was easy because <laughs> I don't like wearing clothes anyway. So I mean, though I wouldn't want everybody to see my lingerie, like that's that's easy for me. Like okay, supermarket lingerie, let's go. Like why would I walk through a mall with a dildo on? Like no, some people wear them. And so <laughs> yeah, but I don't need to walk through a mall with it on. You could have your purse covering it. Uh, I mean, I guess you can like. Kind of hide it, but because I feel like if if I'm able to control how I have to wear it, <laughs> then maybe I would. Because then I can manipulate so that you wouldn't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't want all my goods out in the supermarket. Well, I, just I mean, don't. they didn't say it was like see through lingerie, so your goods can still somewhat be covered. Is pajamas considered lingerie? Like just silky no, pajamas? No, no. In that case, then sure, I'll go with option one. <laughs> 
No, but like there is some lingerie that like doesn't necessarily put all your goodies out there. So you can just get the <coughs> most covering lingerie and walk through the supermarket. Don't buy that much. Buy some bananas and call it a day. <laughs> I feel like bananas are sexual fruit, and I, I just feel like I, the reason why I said bananas because I need to go buy some bananas. Like, oh well, I thought that was sexual, and I didn't like it. I felt uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go into our topic: cheetah, cheetah, pumpkin eater. So I did some research. First of all, there's a blog post where I write up my opinions. You can check that out on our site. Right. But I also did a Survey Monkey anonymous, and I wanted to kind of poll people on how and why they cheat. So I want to shout out to everyone who responded. Thank shout you. Shout out to the Thank ladies you. because they responded more than the guys. So I respect sneak, the ladies sneak. for stepping up um, and basically telling me their business. And to be clear, I have no idea who these people are. It's completely anonymous. It's completely anonymous. She said she don't even know which one is mine. For real. <laughs> and I really don't. Like, I was reading these earlier, like, I don't know. <laughs> so, all, the only questions I asked were their age and their sex. So, gender. So, it's like, I really don't know who these people are. So, on the survey, I'm going to start up with that. We asked, you know, how many times have they cheated? Why did you cheat? Was it physical, emotional, or both? How did it start? Was the cheating premeditated? How long did it last? Did you confess or were you caught? So those are the questions. So first, I want to start off with what is cheating? What do we consider cheating? Because I feel like what I went into in my blog post was that cheating is like on a sliding scale to me because it depends on the person and Mm -hmm. who you're with. Mm -hmm. So, Sydney, what what do you consider cheating? Well... Cheating to me is anything that you would not do in front of your mate or that you would not tell your mate that you're doing. I would agree. Because that means that whether it's physical, emotional, or just a little bit too close to the line, you know you don't need to be doing it. And so any of that, I feel like it's cheating. And so it can be emotional. It can be physical. It can just be flirting a little bit too much. Like It can be all of those things. And I feel like for some relationships, they're more strict on that. And some, they're just like, oh, I know my man to flirt. Whatever. It's fine. Get us that free drink. Go ahead. But <laughs> it depends on what you know how your mate is. And you know what's too much for them and what you don't need to be doing. So I feel like anything that you wouldn't tell your mate that you're doing is probably cheating. I would agree. I feel like anything you feel like you need to hide, mm-hmm. I feel like you know you're getting to a point where you're crossing a line. But I also think that a conversation should be had. And maybe it can be casual. I don't have to be really serious. But I know, just like you said with flirting, I don't consider flirting cheating. Mm-hmm. But I know some people who do. Right. And even for me, I feel like there's limits. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and have your little flirt. But then for me, it, it, you can cross a line with that. And then I feel like you're in the cheating territory. So... I think it's important regardless to talk to your mate about cheating because I think sometimes we instantly think about physical cheating mm-hmm. um, when emotional to me is just as worse. Yeah, it's bad. It's worse to me. So now that's bringing in the next. Physical versus emotional, which is worse? Are they equal? Now for me, they're equal. I am equally pissed. I'm equally hurt. I'm equally wanting to cut you. If you physically cheated on me or emotional. And I'm explaining. Now, emotional is like you expressing your feelings, mm-hmm. talking to someone, maybe telling your secrets. You know, that emotional intimacy, which I think is super important. 
I'm an emotional person. I cry easily. Mm -hmm. So I'm very offended if I found out my mate was being this vulnerable and having these types of conversations with another female. I would Mm -hmm. be very hurt. And then on the flip side, physical, I'm ready to cut it off. And I'm ready to cut her too. I don't share. I don't like sharing. And that piece of equipment is mine and only mine. (laughs) So I don't like the physical either. Um, For me, they're worse. I think they're equal. I'm pissed off for both. I can't. I can't. For me, I think emotional is worse than physical. Like, if you, I mean, and I would prefer you not cheat on me at all. But Absolutely. if you were to be intimate with someone, well, physically intimate with someone one time, like maybe you were drunk and you know had sex with someone else. I mean, yes, you cheated, and yes, it's wrong, and yes, we still have to talk through some things, but I would be a thousand times more hurt if I feel like you've been confiding in someone for a period of time, and I didn't know about it, and you're hiding from me. I'm going to be more hurt than anything, because physical, I feel like it could be a one and done, and so that's something that we can move forward, we can get past it, as long as, you know, we all get tested, blah, blah. (laughs) You know, I just want to make sure I'm still safe. Absolutely. But I feel like I can get past that much um, faster than emotional cheating. So, like, for me, with physical cheating, it's like, how long, how many times are you, like, emotionally attached to this person? If not, then, okay, I think I can get over it faster. But if you're emotionally attached to this person, then we got a lot more to work through because you felt like, for some reason, that you couldn't be emotionally attached to me or that you wanted to be emotionally attached to multiple people and weren't honest with me about it. So, looking at the survey results, it's actually a mix. Mm-hmm. It's like an equal amount of physical, emotional, and both. Mm-hmm. So, usually with both, they didn't give an explanation, but for, for the emotional, they felt like they were being ignored. See? They felt like they couldn't trust their partner. Right. Um, and they wanted, and for some... It was just some lacking in their current relationship right. where they felt like they need to go to someone else. And right. for that, I say, that's when you talk it out. I feel like cheating can be avoided if you're being honest. Like, if you're feeling something is lacking in your relationship, that's when you have the conversation. And I think sometimes people don't realize that relationships is not always pretty Instagram pictures. Mm. It can be rough sometimes. Yeah. And you have to have uncomfortable conversations. So if something is lacking emotional or physical, you have a right to say something. Of course, be thoughtful in how you present it to them, but you should say something. It can be avoided. Right. So next I want to get into, because you talked about physical like a one-time thing. But like, what if it was physical and it was over a span of time? You're getting into like a one-nighter versus kind of like an affair. Mm-hmm. Which one is worse? Well... And see, uh, so affair to me has the connotation of it's partially physical and emotional, like it's both. But if it's like you're smashing this person multiple times and you have no physical connection to them, then it's like, okay, so now I'm like, okay, so obviously our bedroom interaction isn't what you want it to be. So, is there something that we can fix, like, Mm -hmm. that we can figure out? Because if you're not emotionally attached to her and you're still just smashing her on her or him, you know, depending. But on multiple occasions, then clearly what I'm giving you isn't enough. And so, um, physically, it's like, okay, tell me what you like. Like, that was, that's when we would have that conversation. What do you like? Am I not doing it how you like it? 
is like that's when we had that conversation. But I still don't feel like even then I wouldn't be as upset as if it were emotional. So, for example, this person with a survey cheated on that person, their uh, boyfriend. They said a lot, too much account. It was just physical, and it lasted for years. Mm-hmm. You could forgive someone for doing that because yeah. it was just physical. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I could. I. I, I could not because I feel like one, so you're banging both of us, so now my health is at risk. Right. So that's the one thing I don't respect. Two, just like you said, if something was wrong, I mean, it can't be that bad if you still tapping me too, <laughs> and then you going to her for seconds. I just feel like that's greedy. I I couldn't. Um, I think I could because I, I just think that we would just need to reevaluate. What do you want out of this relationship? Do you want to be monogamous? Like, is that what you want? And is there something in the bedroom that I'm not doing for you that you wanted? I don't, I feel like I could just, I, I feel like, I mean, I'm not saying I would get over it overnight. Right, right. But I think that is something that I could forgive. Yeah. And to that I say, hell no. <laughs> I say, hell no. I think for me, a one-time thing I think would be easier for me to forgive, mm-hmm. but then I also feel like you have to confess. Yeah, as well. Oh yeah, that's like, another part of it. For me, it's like okay, so maybe one night you took, you made this mistake. You know, you had sex, you did whatever. One night, that was it. You came to me. Then I feel like maybe there's some some something there that we can repair. It would mm-hmm. take me a long time because here's a fun fact about me. It's hard for me to forgive and to let things go. So when I tell you I'd be pissed for a really long time, but um, could I possibly forgive someone for that? I could. An affair? No. I couldn't. Because it was like, to me an affair involves a plan. It involves so many more lies and cover-ups and everything like that. And you did this for a month, two months, three months or longer. I could never trust you again. Because to me, it's like when you say you're going to the store, are you going to the store? Mm -hmm. What was the cover-up when you was with her? And I'm also the type of female who, like, I need to know everything. It's like out of comfort, even if it's, like, really hurtful. Mm -hmm. So if my boyfriend or something ever cheated on me, I would be in his face like, when did it happen? How did it happen? What did she look like? What did you do? How many times did you do it? Did you kiss her? Did you grab her? Like, I'm very... Well, I need to know every detail. And an affair would just take too long and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> I mean, I think after... Like, if I'm trying to still deal with you after cheating, of course I'm going to ask all those questions. Because, yeah, I want to know all those details. Because I want to know what led to it. And so, I'm going to ask those questions too... But, and I I see what you're saying about if it's multiple times and they had to lie, potentially, multiple cover-ups and all those kinds of things. So, I see it from that perspective, but I still feel like eventually, like, we might have to go to some therapy. Like, we still might have to go through some things, but I still feel like I could get past it as long as, you know we start to fulfill one another in that area that you felt like was lacking. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Excuse me. I don't think I could. I just, it's so hard for me to trust people anyway. And I'm going to be talking friendship wise. So if I gave you my trust as my boyfriend, I'm intimate with you, everything like that. And I found out you had an affair, like a full blown, you've been this, your side chick. I don't think I could forgive. I, I just don't think I would ever 
be able to trust him to do trust him to move forward. Well, see, side chick still to me makes me think of emotional. I don't think so. Because mm. even if it was just physical, he even because my thing is. It'd be one thing if he was just a dirtball. He was having sex with 50 million females, right? Because mm-hmm. then maybe you could rationalize that, okay, it's truly just physical because he's just sleeping with anybody, which one could say maybe he needs some more help, <laughs> okay? But if it's just physical with one female. Okay, yeah, that's what. That's I, something there. Okay. So what I was thinking of is him having him having sex with multiple different people, okay. not just one person a okay. bunch of times. And so that... That so, was what you were saying. Yeah. Even for me, no. <laughs> because that's nasty. <laughs> and you bringing that thing back in my bed, even if you're using protect, I just feel like that's gross. Because you out doing whatever with who knows what, and whoever they slept with, you just slept with, and you bringing back this dirty, juicy, infested thing Lord. up in my house, in my bed, no. And you probably need you some help, okay? Because <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with your hand, pal. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you feel like you have to, like, if you really feel like you need sex like that, one can say you may need some further help. Because if you're tapping me on the regular and then tapping everybody else, you have bigger issues <laughs> that I just, I don't want to deal with. <laughs> Not at all. But moving into side chicks, there was a female who did the survey where she was like a side chick. She, it started on. Ashley Madison. If you guys don't know what that is, that's like a website to start like mistress relationships with mm-hmm. married men. And so she got a hall pass, so I guess it's probably like some free promotion to use the site. So to me, this was a different response from anyone because to me, she would be like a side chick. Mm-hmm. And she was like seeking that. So that kind of boggled my mind because it was like, why would you even want to? Some people don't go want there? a full blown relationship. So then date someone and do do what you want when you want. Why be with someone else's man? That, I think it's no, nasty. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily think it's nasty, I, but I do think it says something <laughs> about your character. I don't it think. made me choke, y'all. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's nasty, but it, if you're seeking out married men, then that tells me something about your character. It tells me that you don't care about anyone else's feelings as long as you're getting what you want. And I would say you got some your own insecurities and issues you probably need to work through. Because I right. just don't understand why would you deem that acceptable for yourself. And apparently, this is still going on for her. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what to... I ain't going to say good luck. I, I, <laughs> whoever you are. Whoever you are. I don't know, girl. But If you would like to write in again anonymously... Please explain. I don't necessarily need an explanation, but my question... <laughs> I want one. My question is, do you feel bad? Because that's like, that, to me, it just says something about your character. Because I don't think it's necessarily nasty, but it just like, do you feel bad at any point? And if you do feel bad, so why do you continue? That's my question. And then I guess my follow-up is, do you know anything about that side of his life? Right. Do you know anything about his wife? Does he, does he have children? Does he, do you guys come together, do your thing? And he go... And he go off to soccer oh, practice. Right. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's just too much. Or does he, like, talk to you about that part of your life? Right. Um, I just feel like, Lord... They can't hear you. And it, sorry. Sorry, kids. And it's both. They had to pick up the paper. So it's emotional and physical. So now he's been vulnerable with you. Yeah. So I don't know. But that was just a new thing. I'm going to say this about the side chicks, though. 
I feel like there are two types. The type that they don't know mm-hmm. that they are one and the type that they do know. So right. we're going to talk about the ones that don't know. I feel bad for them. Yeah. And there have been situations where the guy has lied to both of the females or mm-hmm. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen situations play out where the girl, the side chick, quote unquote, she didn't know. And she was just as appalled as the, the chick. So it's like, you don't. Unfortunately, you don't know. So I won't even call them side chicks. But, I'll say it was just an unfortunate situation. Yeah, in those situations, though, you know what I hate the most is like the girls get mad at each other. The wrong move. Like, why y'all get mad? Neither one of y'all knew. You need to get mad at him. Yes. Like, y'all need to come together in this one little moment. I'm not saying y'all gonna be friends, but y'all both need to be mad at him because neither one of y'all knew about each other. So, what do you get mad at her? What do you want to beat her up for? She ain't know. She had no clue. Exactly. And even, and then moving into the subjects who know and don't care. I'm still not angry at them. Because my thought is, I don't care how a female acts towards you. It is your job as my boyfriend, my man, to block it. So she can be throwing it at you. You better mm-hmm. block it. I think I'll only be mad if, like, I knew her. If she was my friend. Then it's like, yeah, well, child, I'm, we got a whole nother level. But... <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. If I know the girl that you with, and if me and her was somewhat cool or something, I'm popping both of y'all in the mouth. Because I feel like you deserve it, and she deserves it. But to be clear, I'm starting off with him. But I am going to come back around and get her too. Um, but so for the females who don't care and who are like proud of it, I'm going to pray for you. Because I feel like, what is wrong with you that you're like proud of being this man's side chick? I don't care about them. He come to me when he wanted. He don't really love her. Because my thing is, at the end of the day, he's with her for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever's going on with y'all, he may like you. He might like smashing it. But at the end of the day, if he's wife and her, claiming her, there's something in you that he ain't really feeling. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you shouldn't feel so hype about it. Like with Loving Hip Hop LA, the stuff that's going on with Willie and like he is flat out denying this girl. It is embarrassing. And she keep acting like she has something over his wife. And it's like and maybe he did cheat, which I believe he did. But it's like he is like insulting you. He calling you crazy. You're a liar. You're literally fussing with him. For him to somewhat admit to what y'all were doing. How can you then claim you the baddest and she's stupid? You stupid. Like you real stupid. So I don't watch Love and Hip Hop, but like a comparable situation is like with Waka Flocka and Tammy. And so, because they were actually married. And when they like got divorced because he had been cheating, Tammy was like, I just want all of y'all to know that he was cheating with, that he's still not going to marry you. And he didn't because he wanted her back. And so it was like he was married to her for a reason. So it's just like if you're proud to be a side chick, like don't have the mentality that at one some point she's gonna he's gonna leave his main chick and be with you because nine times out of ten it don't happen like that. Sometimes it does, but nine times out of ten it's not. So just stay in your lane. <laughs> and, and speaking of Waka and Tammy, I kind of didn't want her to because I feel like. That cheating has been going on for years. Like, mm-hmm. even before they were married, they had broken up before about it. But she so continued like, to how? forgive him for it. Absolutely. And that's your right because it's your relationship. Right. But I guess for me, I don't I don't think I could do it. I don't understand how you could keep forgiving someone because it's like, at a certain point, you know, the first time I say it's a mistake, but after that, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a calculated risk at that point. Yeah. You're hoping you don't get caught. But you're still doing what you need to do. Yeah. And I don't respect it. So it's like, 
good luck to them. And I truly hope he keeps it in his pants. I like and him. And that he doesn't cheat mm-hmm. again. But I mean, he's done this more than once. I think this is this recent one with her just flat out separating from him. Yeah. That was something new. But I feel like I I don't know. Hopefully I, it doesn't happen again. For me, I don't hold it against him because like she married to the man, she can forgive him. So it ain't it ain't for me to hold against him. So it's like I don't care. If she forgiving him and she's okay with it and they can work it out, then cool. I'm happy for them. But I'm not gonna hold it against him because she was okay with it. She kept forgiving him, so she must be fine with it. I still think it's foolish, but <laughs> I agree to do what you want. But I just think I think sometimes people can cheat truly feel resentment for it and never do it again Mm -hmm. they did it once they learned their lesson learned their lesson never do it again but i think after a while if you keep doing it i mean and if the person keeps taking you back that level of let me stop isn't really there because it's like at the end of the day she's gonna take me back maybe she'll be mad for a while you know and i think i gotta send her some flowers for a month Mm -hmm. but i know i can get her back it's like this arrogance that I'm not talking about Walker at this point, but some men have. Well, yeah, to go back to Walker for a second. Because that's what Tammy said. That's why she said she finally was just like, I'm done with this. We getting a divorce. Because she was like, I had been taking... I took you back so many times. I forgave you so many times. And you continued to do it. And she said her daughter actually was like, well, Ma, you always forgive him. And that's when she was like, oh, no, I can't. Because she was like, now she's setting an example for her daughter and for men that her daughter can't expect and how they should treat her. And so that's why she was like, because cause her daughter is not even his, but he calls that child her his daughter and everything because, you know, they're a close-knit family. But she was just like, for her daughter, she just needs to separate for a second to make her realize that's not how men treat you and that's not what you should accept if you're not willing to accept it. So I hope they work everything out and that they stay together forever. So what about the couples who flourish? Like she started off as a side chick. And they're married. Yeah. I, here's the thing. That's Tiger Woods and his name. That's what happened. They're still there. together? No. Well, not no more, but. Oh, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm like, I need someone to name me like a couple who's still flourishing. So apparently, people say Alicia Keys was a homewrecker. Allegedly, she was. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't have proof, but we'll use her as an example. They seem to be flourishing. Right, but. But I'm not so, sure if she really was. I also I don't, don't want to say that she is because we were not in their. Like, because Swiss Beats, he's not really that famous, for real, for real. So, we don't know. And even if he was famous, we still don't know the ins and outs of. I'd say he's kind of famous. He though. is, but he's not like A list. Like. Well, uh, not to me. Alright. <laughs> and so, he's not like. He's, he, I'm saying before Alicia Keith, mm-hmm. he wasn't getting followed around with his wife. Like, no one knew the ins and outs of their relationship. So, it could really have been over when he started dating Alicia Keith. We don't really know, but he could have, te- cause you know, you have to be separated for a year before you can get a divorce. They, he could have been in that in between period. So, yes, he may have legally been married, but they were separated on the way to a divorce. Okay. So. so- than Brad and Angelina. She was a side chick. That was confirmed. Yeah. yeah. Now that though, yeah, because they met on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. And he was still married, not separated, not nothing. Yeah. So. I'm going to say this. I believe in karma and I believe in relationship karma. And so let's say you were like 
you know, quote unquote home wrecker and then you and the guy go off and y'all live your life. Now maybe your relationship will stay healthy and lovely. Mm-hmm. But I do think that karma of your situation will come back to you in, in some, some way, in shape some or form. way, yeah, shape or form in your life. Which is why I'm always like, be cool with people, send out positive vibes. Do things because, the right way. Right. Because even if the relationship works out. Maybe you lose your job. Maybe something else happens. And that could kind of be your karma. I'm just yeah. a believer of karma. So then I think the last biggie is just the forgiveness element. Mm-hmm. Now the one thing. If you are going to forgive your mate for cheating. You have to just forgive it. Yep. You, you can't, can't be keep, bringing it up right. later. You can't do that. You can't always bring it up. You can't always throw it in their face when you're mad or you're worried. So my advice for anyone before you say you forgive them, take the time you need. So maybe it takes a month or two. Yeah. So what? But you have to. It may to, take a month or two. It may take five to ten conversations. It might. And and do whatever you need to do so that when you say, I forgive you, let's try it again. It'd you are real. somewhat at peace with it. Yeah. And you can kind of start to really mend the relationship because the relationship won't get any better if you're always tossing it in his face mm-hmm. or her face every five minutes about what he or she may have done. And I also want people to realize that during those forgiveness conversations, other issues in the relationship may come up because the person that was cheated on may be like, okay, I was cheating on, we're working through this. But in the meanwhile, like, let me just make sure that this is actually worth me going through all of this for you. And right. so if they, if you may have been dealing with other issues, expect them to bring it up because they want to make sure that, you know, once this is all done like it's clean slate time like no issues we're good moving forward and so expect other situations and other problems that you may have been having in the relationship to come up because the person is trying to make sure that you are going to be good to go from this point on and they really could be trying to decide whether they it's worth even continuing on with you or not and i also feel like for the cheater even though you're in the wrong you still need to think about do you want to be in this relationship because Mm -hmm. like you did that for a reason. Right, right. So the same way she needs or he needs to think if they want to forgive you, I think you need to take the same time to realize, you know, do I really want to be with this person? Right. Is this something I'm really going to stop doing? Right. Is this really a mistake? You know, you have to think about it too because it's be like, honest. don't waste your time. And right. I think the follow-up to my blog post into this with my, I guess my thoughts about cheating is, I don't think cheating has to happen. I think... With good communication, you can prevent it. I agree. Whether it's emotional, physical, or whatever. Because the thing is, is this. Let's say this is a great girl. You love her, whatever. But you just want to see other people. Then you have to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. Is it going to hurt her? Yeah, but I bet you she appreciates the honesty than being cheated on. Like, I... I feel like you can always say something. And it may not hurt the person. Because they may be cool with it. They may be fine with polygamy. And you never know. Because, I mean... it's a lot of polygamous <laughs> relationships. And so it's just like, you need to be open and honest about it. Because you could be like, oh, I want another girl. Okay, she could be like, cool, let's get another girl. Like, she could have no problem with it. As long as you're open and honest about those conversations, yeah. then that means no one get hurt in the process. That is true. Monique and her husband have that type of condition. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have it. I don't agree with that. But it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> it's like, if you and your person agrees with it and vibes with it then that really is all that matters so i feel like cheating just shouldn't be the option mm-hmm. i don't think once a cheater always a cheater no nah, I, I think don't. people make mistakes but i do feel like 
I don't know. I feel like there are ways to avoid it. If you're noticing things in your relationship are changing, you feel different, that's when you have the conversation. I feel like, especially this generation, we do not like talking about our feelings. Yeah. And we don't like going to someone else to talk about our feelings. We have to get over that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we all want these relationship goals. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure they have tough conversations. I'm pretty sure Beyonce and Jay-Z have had some conversations. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle... Oh, happy anniversary then, by the way. I'm sure they have had those conversations. Like, any power couple that you... First of all, don't aim to be like anybody but yourself. Right. But if you think about these couples, and even people who've been married for a long time. Like, my grandparents have been married for over 50 years. And the one thing my grandmother always says is communication and forgiveness. That was That's their 50 years. Yeah. So if you're not willing to talk and forgive, then you probably should just be single anyway. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think... My kind of last thought on it is because I think we focused a lot on the person that's being cheated on. But for the cheater, it is still so important for you to do that self-reflection because there is a reason you did it. And so before you go back to the person that you cheated on, make sure that you still want to be with them. Because if you don't, then you need to be open and honest about that as well. So it's just like... Make sure you do that self-reflection, too. And if you're never going to do it again, then never do it again. Because I know some people that have cheated and, like, it broke them that they did that to somebody. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, make sure that you do that self-reflection. Make sure you do that self-healing while you're healing the relationship or not healing the relationship. Just make sure that you are also realizing why you did it and how to avoid it in the future. And also for the people who've been cheated on, the reason why I really hate cheating is because of this. There's so much damage that is done. Mm -hmm. Because now, let's say you break up with the person. Now this baggage you're carrying with you. Was it me? Am I not good in bed? Am I not this? Am I not that? And then it's hard for you to trust. So I hope that if you've been cheated on, you have to realize that cheating is to me is about the cheater. It's not about who you're cheating on necessarily. Because even if you were doing something wrong or displeased them, they took, to me, an immature route. And instead of trying to fix it, they ran to someone else. So I feel like you shouldn't question who you are as a person. Granted, we all can grow. But, like, I hate when people are cheated on and now they don't trust people. Mm -hmm. They're holding this baggage. insecure. Insecure. And then it's always brought up in a new relationship. And, like, it never prospers. And that's why I feel like even if you're going to end the relationship, have that conversation. So you can ask those questions. Was there something that I wasn't doing? Like, make sure you have those conversations so that you're not blaming yourself when you move on. Um, to the next relationship make sure that even if the relationship is not going to continue that at the end of the day you are clear on what happened and why it happened okay so before we close with the show i just wanted to read some of the answers from the surveys because some i was like oh so once again thank you for everyone who filled out the survey and please know we don't judge any of it it no. was really great we don't even research. know who y'all are All right, how about it we don't know <laughs> who you are it was great research for the show i may not understand your decision making but i'm not judging it um and honestly if you have more to say reach out to us because <laughs> we would love to hear it yeah but okay so here's a few one our oldest candidate um he was 58 which i was like wow my survey it reached, reached a lot of people. people. Uh, he was 58, and he cheated on his wife. And the thing is, it lasted for five months. He didn't get caught or anything like that. And he said that he felt alone, and that's why he needed to do it. So I would say, 
Communication is the key, my friend. But I'm also, well, I don't know if the five months is like currently happening, but I'm also proud of him for stopping it. I yeah. mean, I do think that he should have communicated that with his wife, but I'm, I'm, I think there is something to say that he realized that it didn't need to go any further. And so I think that's a good thing that he didn't just keep doing it. So here's one that I thought was like just a very crazy turn. <laughs> so um, young lady cheated. It was emotional. Uh, she thought he was cheating on her. It was for two months. She confessed and they broke up. But then, then, then it came out later that he was gay. So I felt like, Ooh. oh, Lord. See, there was a reason. There, I mean, she may have felt something was lacking. And some could say something was if he's gay now. So hopefully you're flourishing in something else. <laughs> maybe he is too. Okay, so here's the other thing is. A lot of the surveys were older than us. Mm-hmm. We're 24, by the way. They were like... Late 20s, 30s, 35s, and then our oldest of 58. So I was very curious to see that. I guess sometimes as a young adult, I always feel like as you get older, you're supposed to be wiser, you're supposed mm-hmm. to be better. That's such a misconception. Because like reading these, it's like you in your 30s, you're 33, you're still doing this stuff. But I think what also, what I got from us having people that were older is that when you're older, you're more open to talk about your mistakes. That's true. Because you want people to learn from your mistakes and understand your mistakes so that maybe others don't make them. And so I think that could be... Because, I mean, let's be honest, most of the people that is in our surroundings are our age. So yeah. you would have thought that more people our age would have been responding to the survey. Yeah. But I think it's just that more that people that are older, they're more open to admitting to their mistakes and being honest about it and willing to have those conversations. I respect anyone who can be honest about it. And so I respect people who confessed mm-hmm. versus being caught. Because I feel like the caught thing is like, if I didn't catch you, would, would I you have ever known? Yeah. Even if it ended, would mm-hmm. you have ever told me? And then sometimes people will say, well, maybe I don't want to know. Maybe if they stopped mm-hmm. and they never did again, do I really need to know that they cheated? Right. And so I get it. Like, you won't know. So, technically, you never feel the pain. Some say it's selfish to inflict that pain on the person. But for me, who wants the truth all the time, it wouldn't satisfy me. And you better hope I never find out. Because even if it happened 50 years ago, we're going to have some real issues. (laughs) And you're going to get 50 years worth of anger. Uh Uh-uh. Not 50 years worth. I'm serious. (laughs) Anyway, folks. That was our cheating episode. Yes. If you agree, tell us you agree. If you disagree, tell us you disagree. If you have questions or you want advice, whatever, go to our website, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. Submit out that form and we will get back to you. Yes. And make sure you just check the site weekly because we post blogs weekly. Every couple days, yeah. Right, about various topics. So that was episode two. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Well, talk to you next time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bye.